0: morning, everybody. Nice to be company. Welcome along. It's Tuesday. I brought my umbrella. I'm not stupid today. Although yesterday, it didn't rain. And I was quite pleased, because Mark started doing the decorating, because we're having things done at home. It's quite nice. He's been commissioned to do the decorating. And uh, and so he managed to get loads of it done yesterday, because I said, today, it's going to rain. I thought yesterday was going to rain, so I walked in with the umbrella... I uh, need to find Bill Buckley sneezing and wheezing all over the place. Ah, ah, oh, must be dreadful. I've, I've tried to broadcast before with a cold, and it's not very pleasant. It's not nice. But then I always think about the money, you see. And it's amazing how quickly the cold vanishes. I kind of get, ah, you know, I'm really not that. And thank you to all the people who are saying, all these Tamil protesters in London, saying they're going to jump in the Thames. Jump! You know, but now we've got to have boats out there. Why we put up with this in this country, I've got no idea. You know, we seem to be, you know, a dumping ground for the whole of Europe. People come over here, they start protesting on our streets for something that's nothing to do with us. It's miles and miles away. And then it exhausts our police force and the riverboat police and everybody else who who are standing there. There's 900 people, approximately, down, uh, hedged off, just they've come over the bridge into Parliament Square... And you could see on the cameras, we looked at the traffic cameras earlier on, they're all there, so that, that'll close that bridge off. And they're threatening to jump in the river. Jump in the river! Jump in the river! I don't know what on earth we're, we're supposed to do with this. They, they, they say they're going to do it unless they meet with Gordon Brown. Well, I'm assuming at five past five, I don't want to state the patently obvious, he's in bed. I don't think they're going to wake him up to chat to a load of people standing in Parliament Square. It's not going to happen. He's got a diary. Make an appointment! phone up later on today and go, listen, is it possible to have a quick word with Gordon Brown? Because we were going to jump in the Thames the other night and we've decided to hold it off until we've had a word with him. Because I should imagine the bloke's fairly busy at the moment, jetting around, speaking at Strasbourg and everything else, all part of the summit. Hasn't got enough time to deal with 900 people who want to throw themselves in the Thames. And I wouldn't advise it at this time of the morning, it's very fast-flowing. Not going to achieve anything at all, I think, apart from get yourself very, very wet. I understand the whole process... Of protesting, every Tuesday when Alan Dodgen phones me up and goes, "I'm coming in the studio," I protest. And today, sadly, he he couldn't make it because his car was stuck the other side. No, I tell a lie. I do beg your pardon. He has just made it. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Steve. Great to see you. Great to see you, too. Thank you. Looking very well. Uh, I feel very well. How's your day gone? It's not too bad. Good. Not too bad. The reason we're talking like this, it's in celebration of disc jockeys, ladies and gentlemen. Disc jockeys who unfortunately can't actually hold a proper conversation because everything revolves around talking in this extremely stupid voice. Well, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Uh, but I think you have, Alan, because it doesn't look to me as though your has seen a brush or a comb in weeks. I think you'd be right there. I think I need a haircut quite urgently. Excellent. And, and while we're thinking about that, let's listen to to Bachmann Turner Overdrive, and you ain't seen nothing yet. That's superb. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it, really? It's uh, that's, that's. I always worry about DJs because when they actually have a conversation, it tends to be a bit short because they're not used to talking. Whereas when I worked for a music station years ago in Austria, I didn't want to play all the records. You wanted to talk? <laughs> I wanted because I yeah. got bored. You know, a minute into the Bee Gees, so you win again. And I wanted to talk to people. Well, I have the music be. Uh, bubbling underneath me, so I could uh, talk over it. So it made me sound a bit more like a disc
1: jockey. I like talk radio. I think yeah. just, you, well, you get more from it than just music, you can listen to
0: CDs anytime you want. Yes, it's true. You can go home and listen to CDs, hmm. but you can't go home and listen to talk. You can't, especially if you lis- uh, especially if you live by yourself. It's very hard to talk unless
1: you talk to the animals. Unless you commission people to paint your house,
0: exactly commission. What are you talking about? We commissioned him. You didn't commission. You just employed him. We commissioned him. Oh, please. he actually put in a quote of what he was going to do, and I said, "I'm going to commission you to do that." When you, whenever you watch grand designs or something yeah, like that, they've been commissioned. They, they don't go. I've just commissioned you to paint my living
1: room. Of course they do. They do not. What do they say? They say, "I've, I've just paid a painter." <laughs> paid a
0: painter. <laughs> paid a painter <laughs> paid a painter is that peter piper who peter piper painted paid a painter Paint. oh, I can't use no it. i think you've got it all wrong you commission you i commissioned him you, mark oh, you put in him. mark put in a tender mm. for it and i <laughs> then commissioned him to do it so how many people did you um have three you had three people three three commissions and how did you judge them uh did they was,
1: bring you a portfolio of their
0: work yes oh, so they showed us what well wall. we have employed mark before Oh right! So we know exactly what he's capable of doing, and we know that the quality will be right because he lives there as well. Oh, well, that helps, doesn't it? It really? certainly does. It means he doesn't have to go that far inside. A job. And he's polite, and he's from Liverpool, I think. Oh right, yeah. Oh, but okay. also, if, if you employ somebody who lives there, it's in their best interest to make sure that the work is of the best standard. Absolutely. So he's uh, so he gets the commission, not all the time. No, not oh. all the time. Oh, you do. You do We do actually out. sometimes tender out the commission. Really, to other people. I have a bog off this morning in my how low? And it's fantastic. It's a Dell laptop. Not a Dell. Not as, you know, as in a girl's name, Adele. It's a Dell laptop. I don't think anybody was confused by that one. No, I don't just, think just they just were either, it. I know. But I have to explain that to them for the purposes of the competition. How good is this Dell? Well, it's very, very good. I don't, I don't want to give it away, really. We don't. We'll take it. Yeah, should we take it home? Yes. Uh, 23p. Yeah, you've won. Yay! I've had a look in the prize cupboard, and... and Do we find out how much the 5,000 quid went for? (laughs) 4,927. Yes, yes. Somebody bid 4,000, and they got it. Amazing. (laughs) We'll find out tomorrow. No, I've had a look in the LBC prize cupboard, and there's all sorts of stuff in there. It's taken me the best part of a shift this morning to move it. Really? It's now residing in the back of my car. Oh, my word. It's fantastic. I've got a 50-inch television. I've got Adele... That's the girl who works on the floor underneath us, who's Mm -hmm. actually helping with this stuff. But today, it's a Dell laptop, and it's got everything. All the top features. All the top features. Light. A screen. (laughs) A keyboard. (laughs) Control, alt, delete. (laughs) Everything. It's got a little thing in the middle, which is called a mouse. It's got that. Sorry? It's not called a mouse in the middle of the keyboard. No, I've got a. Get off! Get off! I've got a mouse in the middle of my keyboard here, right. as I was just talking about. Steve Allen, so, Mr.
1: Technical. Yeah, because we've got a mouse box in the corner. This will be why you have Darren who comes in to talk You've about You've seen this, the mouse you? box, haven't you? What mouse box? See? Wait a minute. You seriously. Oh my word, you have! <laughs>
0: I told you. What sort of mouse is going to get in that? A very small one. I was about to say, that is tiny. It's a malnutritioned mouse. No. Who's who's going to have made it through. I mean, he must have the strength of Samson to push open these doors. Because frankly, I can't manage it with a cup of tea. I'm sorry, I've never seen a mouse that small to be able to get into that box. Well, they. Have you never seen mice? Yes, I have,
1: but they're not that small. They're behind you.
0: Where? Oh, sorry. Have you
1: seen the size of the hole? Yeah. There's no way
0: a mouse is ever going to get in that hole. Look at the size of it. That's enormous for a mouse. Have you Mm. seen... Mice can compress their body into, like, an eighth of an inch. They can go on... What do they do? Jump up and open doors?
1: Yeah, but they're not going to get through that hole. It can get in there. It
0: can get in there. I promise you, a mouse can get in there. Have you seen mice before? Yeah, of course. You see them on the underground all the time. No, not like those. Those are fat mice, because all the people who eat down there... They're not. They're very small mice. Well, the ones in here are even tinier. Well, they must be. We have nuclear mice. Nuclear mice. (laughs) Yeah. And so they eat Eat whatever is in there. So, anyway... If it, if it could get hold of the laptop, it would, you know, a, a gang of these mice would be carrying this laptop out. So what so else does it have? Other things. Like? Other features. Windows. Windows, does it? Yeah. Which version? I don't know, but I made curtains for it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said it had windows. I said, well, we make curtains, put blinds up. And uh, it's got a 15, a uh, big screen. <laughs> very big. And uh, I'm going to help you this morning. <laughs> I'm going to help you in so much as normally you just buy a bid on this programme between now and seven, you lucky people... I'm going to give you an extra one free. So it's buy one, get one free. So, got to be quick. All the free bids must be in by 7 a.m. today. The actual auction finishes at 7 p.m. tonight. But you can buy one, get one free on this programme. Still waiting to find out what this laptop's got. Everything. It's a Dell. Yeah. It's just all the top features you would expect from Dell. (laughs) Like? Everything. (laughs) You name it, it's got it. Has it got... What programmes has it got with it? Everything. Everything. (laughs) (laughs) It's got them all. How big's the hard drive? huge on this one. (laughs) Huge. It's a huge hard drive. Is it? Yes. Lots of RAM? Sorry? Lots of RAM? Might have. What's the processor? It's got those, yes. No, what is the processor? Uh, the processor is the tender and the commission. And, um, and it's very nice indeed. I'm having it done in blue. So (laughs) there you go. Reselling this laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a Dell at home. They're very good. I have a Dell. I think this one is very similar to the one that I have, but you can't have mine. Yours is brand new and in a box. Mm, Yours is about four years old. It's probably a bit more than four oh, years old, it? actually. Probably, yes. So you text, because it's buying one, getting one free. So every bid you make, free one. So if you make ten bids between <laughs> now and seven, I'll give you another ten. <laughs> I never get why you do that. Why? Because that's what buy one, get one free means. I know, but I have to explain to people.
1: In 27 different ways. Do yes. it again. You know, I mean, I'm sure okay, you've so somebody that. If you
0: make three bids, I give you... Three, perhaps?
2: There you go, so so if, so if you I You've picked seven, up on it
0: already. Already, you've, you've worked it out. So in, in total, you're getting... Uh, six. There you go. But you're only paying for... For for three? Exactly. And if I want to make five bids, I get... 27. No, 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 the five. You get ten in total. Ten, yes. There you go, you see. So it's buy one, get one free. So the good news is, a bid that would normally cost you £1.50 now only costs... 75p. Exactly. So you text LBC, followed by your bid in pence, and send it to 88821... LBC, then your bid in Pence and 88821. Every second bid between now and 7 is free. You must take the bids between uh, now and 7. You can't take them after 7. You can't carry them over. The bid will cost £1.50, plus your standard network rate. Lines close at 7pm today. You must be over 16. Go to lbc.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Very good. It's a lovely, lovely piece of equipment. Uh, Michael Parkinson we'll talk about in a moment. Uh, He said something that has upset A few of Jade's fans, who seem to be dwindling, it has to be said, judging by the emails and the text messages that we've had in over the last few days. In fact, even up on the television yesterday, people writing in and saying, now that the media circus is over, can we please get on with our lives? Michael Parkinson might have upset the apple cart. We'll find out why after this. (laughs) These are the headlines. Hundreds of protesters have spent the night on Parliament Square calling for a ceasefire in Sri Lanka. They say the lives of thousands of civilians in northern Sri Lanka are at risk. (coughs) Excuse me. Rescuers are using their bare hands and diggers to search for survivors in Italy's worst earthquake for 30 years. More than 150 people are dead. Tens of thousands are homeless with tent cities going up around the Abruzzo region. And a fresh legal challenge against the decision to approve a third runway at Heathrow gets underway today. Details on those stories coming in the main bulletin at 5.30 and 6 o'clock. With the travel, it's Hugh Broom. Thank you very much, Steve. Yes, because that protein. Morning, everybody. 17 minutes past five. Tuesday morning, LBC 97.3. Alan Dodgen's here in the house. That's me. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, man, a few words this morning. So, Michael, now, whether you agree or disagree, Michael Parkinson has uh, said... Uh, in an interview, which I think is in Radio Times, that uh, Jade Goody, the telly favourite, represented all that's paltry and wretched about Britain today. Mm. Words which you don't hear banded banded around very often. She was ignorant, puerile, and should not be made a saint, he added. Uh, He also insists that she bears no relation... To Princess Diana, he says, Jade Goody has her own place in the history of television, and while it's significant, it's nothing to be proud of. Her death is as sad as the death of any young person, but it's not the passing of a martyr or a saint on Princess Diana. When we clear the smokescreen, what we're left with is a woman who came to represent all that's paltry and wretched about Britain today.
1: Very articulately put. Yes. Hmm.
0: The funny thing is... That that appears to be what most of you are saying. I've read the emails and I've read the thing. I mean, I think literally only about five people, which represents just a drop in the ocean. uh, 50,000 people complained about Jade on the television. They've dragged it out. She wasn't talented. She had no talent. She wasn't the people's princess. Otherwise, 50,000 people, a record in television history, would not have complained. It is terribly sad, as Parky says, when anybody dies. But they're not to be deified. Absolutely not. In fact, it's so desperate now, the family, for the second time, have gone to the papers to say they don't want people going to the graveyard and they're thinking of bringing in security. To make sure that... I mean, (laughs) I ask you. To make sure that people don't go there and start taking souvenirs. What souvenir you'd want to take, I cannot imagine. But the Daily Star have said that they think that grave robbers might target jade. I don't... I think that's actually... Either pushing it too far or the editor of the Daily Star is a bigger idiot than I thought. I don't know, actually... Well you think somebody would be that stupid?
1: Yes, I do. I think, oh, do you? Yeah, oh. I actually think they might be. Oh. Mm. I, that, that story I could Are you quite serious? believe. Yeah, I actually do. I think it's I think it's that stranger world at the moment with this reality,
0: uh, these reality stars becoming such yeah. big things on TV. I was, I, I was even more horrified the other day when we announced on the programme who was going into Hell's Kitchen with the ghastly Marco Pierre White, uh, an idiot of the First Order and afraid another one of these foul-mouthed celebrity chefs, Anthea Turner and Grant Bovey. Oh, they're really scraping the barrel on this okay. one. Okay. Danielle Bix. Who? There you go. Danielle Bix. Is it Who's Danielle Bix? I'll give you a clue. There's so many Daniels. Yes, I think it's Danielle. I, cu- I could be wrong. I think it's Danielle Bix, actually. I'll give you a clue. Go she's got the word desperate stamped over her forehead. They've all got the word
2: desperate. Yes, this on one's show. a bit
0: more desperate. She's going out with Gary Lineker. Mm. And uh, she's Gary Lineker's girlfriend. And so she's going into a reality show, quite clearly, because now she has become famous... ...by being his uh, girlfriend. She was never actually famous before. I think she's had relationships with quite a number of footballers... ...and I think a child with one. And so now she's going out with Gary Lineker. And so now is her time to cash in and make sure that she is a celebrity. At the moment she's frolicking in Dubai with him in the sea... ...luckily with a photographer handy. That's the way to become a celebrity these days. Well, I've always said that. That was the Steve Allen advice years ago. If you want to be a celebrity... It's got to be by association. Jack Tweed convicted Thug twice. But because he married Jade Goody, he becomes a celebrity in this country. America wouldn't put up with it. Mm. But over here, it's, it's who you've slept with. So in other words, if I went out and slept with Jodie Marsh, I think you'd have to take tablets for it first, but, uh, and possibly penicillin they'd be. Well, but uh, that, that would then make me famous. The quickest way to become
1: famous these days, well, originally was to appear in a reality show. Yeah. Now it's to appear in one of these talent contests.
0: Yes. And make a fool of yourself. Yes. Don't don't actually try and be good. Oh, there's, there's no chance. point in being any good. No. And that's why, you see, strangely enough, Parkinson was quite right. Jade Goody represents, or represented in this country, people, all you had to do was be very loud... And very offensive to a lot of people. 50,000 complaints. A record. I don't think we've ever had so many. 50,000 complaints at one time, complaining over that. Whatever happened afterwards was neither here nor there. She had to go and apologise all the way round. But But she
1: didn't become famous because of that.
0: No, she became famous because she pretended to be that stupid. I don't think she pretended. No, I think she was that stupid. I think she was actually
1: that, um, that simple, actually. Yes. But, but I don't have—I don't find anything wrong with that. I think there's lots of people like that. I out don't. There. No. What
0: I, I, gets gets me really annoyed is that people aspire, young people aspire to be like that. Yes, but people aspire to be like Jordan. You see them, and your role model, as opposed to somebody like Mahatma Gandhi or something like that, or you know anybody very—you know—I aspire to be like Winston Churchill. No, they aspire to be like either a, a reality star. Or, or a topless model. You know That's what? the aspirations of the kids nowadays. I
1: don't think you can compare Jordan with, uh, with Jade, because Jordan works very hard for what she does. She's mm. a really hard worker. And whether you agree the way she's done it is, is a different matter to, to sort of debate. But I actually think that what Jordan has managed to achieve is good on her. She's a really good businesswoman. She's not my favourite person in the world. I no, I don't, don't think follow she's a her. businesswoman at all. But actually, what she's, she's achieved... She's got people around
0: her who help her make that money.
1: Absolutely, but she's managed to get those people around yeah. her. But she again, she
0: it. is ultimately stupid as well. I remember her saying on a television interview a short while ago, I'm nearly a billionaire. I thought, oh, she's only yes. got 30 million quid. She's so far away from it, it's untrue. And that plank of an husband of hers... No, no, I'm not... don't come any dafter.
1: I'm not trying to make out that she's some clever, brainy
0: businesswoman no. or anything like that, but she works hard. It's an industry. You're marketing is, absolutely. Jordan. Unfortunately, it didn't quite work for Jade. No. No. And I think, I, think that I
1: think a lot of the production companies are at fault there as well,
0: to be Yes. Honest. But then, you see, that's what the, the young people working in television are looking for nowadays. They're looking for people who are so stupid that they're going to make people watch. It's like The Apprentice. None of these people could even run a bath, let alone a company. They're all ultimately stupid, thick people who think, like all the former Apprentice people, they're either convicted cheats or they're liars. They actually go on there and try and convince us that they're very clever. Whereas they're not. I wouldn't have any of them do no. in an interview. No, wouldn't in touch interview. them. Wouldn't touch them with a barge pole. And the
1: thing is, half of them talk about the, the successful businesses I'd be that, that they're might running.
0: turn up here doing programmes. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, no, but su- half of them talk about the successful businesses that they're running. And they haven't.
1: If they're that successful, what on earth would you want to go and work for a hundred
0: for? For a hundred grand. grand. Exactly. Because they're all big-headed. They've all got no talent at all. Completely but they think talentless. that they have, because somebody's gone, oh, you're really good. It's like when you see them on the Britain's Got Talent show, and you get that fat lardy woman who was on there from the family, and he went, you can't sing.
2: Mm. And, uh, <laughs> and
0: then the family go outside and go, why do you speak to her like that? And you go, why don't you off? The mm. old bloody lot of you.
1: You're a waste of space. Well, hopefully, as production budgets are being slashed by um, oh, TV companies, God, we hope. Hopefully, yes. that uh, there might be some decent talent coming up with some decent programmes. There won't be because decent talent
0: is working already. It's not going to be discovered through a reality show. Oh, if the it's... best we can come up with is car phone warehouses, Paul Potts, no, no no, so missing... no, no,
1: you're missing what I'm Trying to say I'm, I'm not
0: I... missing anything. You are. I'm don't take to... that tone trying... again. Trying... I've told you about this before. You're That's twice me speak? you've you're done that. No, I'm not going to. Are you just going to keep on talking because it's called the Steve Allen Show? It does not say Allen. I'm just trying to put you across my point of view. No, what I'm trying to say is there should be less of Put you across my point of view. I don't know. Don't talk to me. It's Maybe early. it sounded like going over your knee or something. <laughs> Which, actually, that's normally thought. after 7 o'clock uh, 20, but that's another story. Anyway, and possibly another programme and a court case. No, what I was trying to
1: say is that mm. hopefully, with the budgets being cut, yeah. hopefully there'll be less of these reality programmes. No, there won't. There'll be they even work. more, because they're just cheap, cheap to, to do. They're cheap
0: to do. They've got a thing in the paper today of another bunch of people who have turned up for the Britain's Got Talent. Oh, don't. The uglies, the stupid, the, ter- the, the sort of people who you think you can't have a job, can you? Because you wouldn't have enough time to behave in this peculiar way. It's very, very... I mean, it is very, very odd. There she is. This is, uh, Danielle Bucks. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. Is
1: she actually appearing in the show? Yeah. Are you actually going to talk about her? Really?
0: No, I, I, she, she's... This is the one who's going to Hell's Kitchen. Oh, Hell's Kitchen. Oh, I yeah, Luckily, with a photographer handy... And, uh, Strange, and Gary Lineker. Do you know, Gary Lineker's actually very fit for his age, but there's nothing worse than an old man with a with a young girl. Th- they're certainly not posed pictures. Oh, certainly not posed certainly pictures. Certainly not posed pictures. And there's a lovely girl in the paper today. She's absolutely everything that Britain stands for. She is a shining beacon, ladies and gentlemen. Wonderful. Her name is Catherine Scott. Oh. Catherine Scott is a, is a shining example to everybody listening at the moment. She's uh, She's 17. She had her first baby at... 14. Oh, bless her. And she's now expecting twins with a man 23 years older than her. She's a shining light. I refuse to have anybody say what a dog she is, but here she is in the paper today and uh, she and her fiance Dean Evans are going to care for their family through his £16,000-a-year benefits. He's never worked. He has a groin injury. Didn't stop him making love to this old thing, did it? But she's happily living with him, and he slept with 200 women. He has five children under 18 by three different partners and pays no maintenance because he just can't afford to do it. And the very best of luck uh, to you, Catherine. You're a shining example, and we love you to pieces. You, You really are marvellous. He's a convicted drink driver. And uh, That's my round of applause for them. Baby. Yes, he's marvellous. He says, I've never been faithful. I'd love to be dad of ten. That's, uh, that's great, actually. Uh, Catherine's first son was born to a big issue seller. Oh. Absolutely mar- Well done, Catherine. It's good. A Malta, A martyr. And, the, and, of course, she's now famous as well because her first interview is in Closer magazine. So a shining example to everybody out there. How lovely. I'm so pleased for you. And couldn't be happier that the man you're with at the moment will be dumping you very shortly for somebody else. Uh, Keith says, these people won't jump into the Thames. Health and safety, far too cold. Uh, Well, people do do strange things. People set themselves on fire nowadays, Keith. People, in the the name of martyrdom, people... Let's face it, there's a boy in the paper today. He is the youngest terrorist bomber. He was prepared to go and kill with explosives strapped to his body at the age of 11. The age of 11. Somebody somewhere has convinced this poor, idiotic, simple child that uh, he will go to heaven if he goes and blows people up. It's sadly pathetic in this day and age. Of course, I always think, you know, it's the people who tell these people to blow themselves up that you wish would actually go and blow themselves up, but preferably in a field or the middle of an ocean or something like that, where they can't do damage. That, that's what martyrdom is nowadays. Throwing yourself in the Thames is just a waste of everybody's time. And they won't do it when it's dark, because you'll never see anybody. It's as simple as that. That's a good point. Exactly. Uh, eight for eight. I forgot what the number is now. a is it? <laughs> I don't know. LBC.co.uk. You know, sometimes you can't remember these things. But it doesn't matter, because I'm feeling in a very chipper mood today, because Alan's here. We'll have a chat to Darren later on. Noreen lost the car yesterday.
1: How can she lose it?
0: I don't know. I mean, the older she gets, the balmier she's getting. She went to London Colney, which uh, is a largest uh, largest sort of place. Mark, Sainsbury's Boots, next, with a friend. Parked the car. She says, could I find it three hours later? Hadn't a clue where I'd parked it, and I couldn't remember the number plate. She said, I knew I'd recognise it when I saw it. Oh, dear. She's, she's quite literally lost the will to live now. I almost got in the wrong car this morning.
1: Yeah, so it you was, said. There was a car waiting outside the house, which had just automatically assumed at three o'clock in the morning. Was, was, yours. was mine. Yeah. So I walk towards it. He opens the door, opens the boot. I say, no, I don't need the boot opened. I've got my bag. Closes it. As I'm getting in the car, he goes, you are Amy, aren't you? <laughs> no, when, He's obviously um, a very bright driver, then. I don't think so, You are no. Amy. Yes. You should say, yes. And your point is what? <laughs> hmm. and gone wherever
0: Amy was going. How dare somebody else have a car at that time waiting outside the house? Ridiculous. How dare they? Ridiculous. Is it a commissioned car? Well, it might be. <laughs> 8 for 850, steve at LBC.co.uk. Nice this Tuesday morning. Uh, the list has just come out. The ten best women of 2009. At number ten, Rachel Bilson. Who? Who? <laughs> Sorry, Rachel, love. Number nine, Rihanna. Right. So that's probably because... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that because... Was she beat the one beaten up? She was the one beaten up. Right, Okay. He's in court. This is the best dressed list I know. Oh, it's the best dressed. All best right. dressed. What do you think? Best attacked. I thought no, no. Best I thought, no, you best said, I, I thought
1: you said it was the best list of best women or something. No, best
0: dressed. Number eight, Katie Holmes. Seven, the dreary chip shop girl, Agnes Dane. Very quickly, uh, Katie Perry, Blake Lively. Who exactly? Alexa Chung, Victoria Beckham, Kate Moss, and number one, it's Cheryl Cole. Oh, for goodness' sake! This is LB's. Meanwhile, down in Parliament Square, 900 people are threatening to jump in the Thames. How many lifeboats do we have down there? About six. I don't really think that's going to help, is it? Are they all out there? All the lifeboats out there? Well, as many as we've got on the Thames, but I think we've only got six anyway, any one point. Oh, right. I don't think we can actually bring any more in. And as we've said before, they've said they're going to jump in. We've said you can't because you can't meet Gordon Brown yet. What's that going to achieve if they do? Well, I don't I don't, what perhaps they achieve. can't think of anything else to do. I don't know.
1: I, I don't quite understand
0: that. Well, what, what, what else would you suggest? You're standing by, by the Thames and you're trying to get your point over and you go, we're going to stand in the road all day and people no, are but, going to go, well, that just disrupts London yet again. But I just thought that would be more disruption than just jumping in a bit of water. Well, it is more disruption.
1: That's what I mean. Just no, no, no. Jumping in. I mean, you can oh right, your protest. In. Make your protest. Well, the, the jumping in
0: would actually be, be a be a protest. Not everybody would jump in, quite clearly, because otherwise the boats wouldn't better pick everybody up. They weren't better hold that many people. But Why would that make so a, it'd be a, be a pointless statement? exercise? Well, I don't know. That's just what they they think is something that's that's going to work for them.
2: Strange, I don't
0: personally think it's going to work. Standing in the road, disrupting London's traffic all day, is going to disrupt. That's what I mean. Things more. Do they know how dirty that water is? Are you serious? The Thames is the cleanest now. It's been in five hundred years. I'm not denying it. There are Italy. salmon I'm still in the it's Thames. dirty though. There are salmon in the Thames. It's that clean. You could drink that water. You could not. You absolutely you could, could drink. drink the... You could go
1: there with a cup and get into the Thames you and could drink put it. a tablet
0: in it and just purify. Oh, you didn't it. say that. You did not say but that. You could drink the Thames water. It is. It is the cleanest. You've still got, it's got mud. in it. years it's still ago, dirty? No, that's only at the bottom. But the but the Thames now is cleaner than it's ever been. Years ago, there were bodies floating down there. Were there? Absolutely. In fact, it was so bad, the Houses of Parliament had uh, oh, to have curtains smell, yes. slaked with lime to keep the smell from the Thames yes. out, because people chucked their excrement in the Thames, and people threw bodies in there, there were dead animals. Yes. Let me just point out, this wasn't 10 or 15 years ago. This was a little longer than Week that. last Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Week last Tuesday. So what difference it's going to make. It's, it, it is very clean. I know you see dirt in there, and it's not exactly clean, so you can see the it's bottom. But I said they wouldn't drink from it. Yeah. You wouldn't drink from it? No! I think you might have to if you were that thirsty. Yes, well, one here. Parky knows nothing. Jada's earned her uh, place in our hearts as the new Queen of Hearts. True working-class hero should have been given a state funeral, says Dylan. And quite clearly, what? he's on tablets this morning or drinking or something. A state funeral. Listen, so few people turned up for her funeral. They just made it look as though it was loads of people. You only not have to see the aerial picture outside the church. There was probably a thousand people for Diana. £30 million worth of flowers. But you see, this is the problem. We shouldn't be comparing them. The fact is... No, there is no comparison you know. at all. She was not a working-class hero either. She, at the moment, she earned her first bit of money. She was out of Bermondsey so blooming quickly. She, she moved hero? out to Essex. She did well for herself. She managed to make some money. Good yeah. on her, but... £4 million quid. She got a free funeral, a free knees-up. The wake was free. Free! I'm hoping to get one myself out of Albins, the funeral director, and the golf club as well. And if I don't, they'll be all hell breaking loose, let me tell you.
1: Well done for what she achieved, but that's enough, thank you very much. What did she achieve? No, what she managed to achieve for herself. Managed to make four million
0: quid. That's well done. But that's it. That's all I'm interested yes, in. Yes, but of course the answer is, you can't take it with you. No. You can make four million, I'd want to take it with me. Put it in the bot, with me, in the bot, I'm taking it. You know what, my point I'm trying to make is, mm. that she, she did well for herself, she yeah. made some money, but she's certainly not this martyr. No, she, she was never a martyr. No. The only thing she did is she made people aware of cervical cancer. And absolutely. there again, well lots done, and lots Claire. of women know about cervical cancer. Perhaps, there's a, perhaps there's, a, there's a subculture that doesn't know about cancer, and they think, oh, it's not going to affect me. At the moment, lying in a Los Angeles hospital, Farrah Fawcett is in the last throes of cancer, having had it for three years. She's tried everything. She's been abroad for surgery. Unfortunately, once it takes hold and it gets that bad... It's, and she starts drifting in and out of consciousness, then, uh, as I predicted yesterday, the end cannot be far away. But at least she's got Ryan O'Neill by her bedside. But she won't get a, a funeral in America. It'll just be a quiet, private thing, won't it? 84850, steve at LBC, dot co. UK. How are the... Uh, is it Cella? C- what? Celia? What's your cat's called? Bella and Charlie. Oh, Bella and oh, Charlie. Oh, no.
1: I had a bit of an incident yesterday. Really? Well, last week, they both had to go in for the... Um, <clears throat> the snip. The snip? They had to go for the snip, yeah. All right. Because it's brother and sister, and if they don't go in now, then they'll be um, getting jiggy with each other, which obviously, you know, being brother and sister is not a good thing to have. It's a bit incest, you know. Don't
0: do that. <laughs> no. Don't do
1: that. So anyway, so they went in. Now, Bella, being the, the girl, had to have a, a, a proper operation, not just a, a little snip. Yeah. So she had stitches in her side. I'm feeling quite queasy already. She's had to have this collar on, so she doesn't attack her stitches. I woke up the other morning, collar nowhere to be found, stitches just disappeared that's good so she, no it's not oh, they've, they've, they've dissolved no she's got managed to get out of the collar and taken her own stitches out oh right five days my too God, early she's talented she is that's my little bella so of course i ring up the vets in a panic well the vets don't exactly help me they're like get her down here now run 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 throw her in the car zoom right down the vet takes one no. look at her and goes oh no she's fine you can go home now of course my heart's still racing how much did that cost nothing luckily oh. i would have refused to pay free well, yeah, for five seconds of... Yeah, she's fine. Vets are very expensive. You won't find a poor vet. Uh, certainly
0: not. Actually, I've got very good vets. Yeah. Our vets are very good, I must be honest. They are very, very expensive, though, vets. They can be. See, the problem is, I wouldn't want to do what they do. I've seen them on the television where they have to sort of touch animals, and then you get jogged. <laughs> you say, ooh, I'm not but touching then you that. Really, when, basically, you're saying you wouldn't want to be a vet. I'm quite scared of animals. Yes, obviously. quite scared, unless they're actually on my plate, covered with a nice Bernays sauce and with the roast potato next to them. They're generally quite good. My cats are lovely, though. Yeah, I'm sure they are. They're lovely. Very friendly. Yes. Mm. Well, they'd have to be. They're in your house. And what are you trying to say? No, nothing. I'm just saying, you know, it's a very sort of friendly, probably easy-going atmosphere in your house. That's, that's probably quite nice, isn't it? Somebody called me camp the other day. Sorry? Somebody called me camp. Really? How dare they? Hmm. I'm not camp. Not much. What do you
1: mean, not much? Sorry? I'm not camp at all. When have you ever seen me camp? OK, I might have this slightly, you know, higher-pitched voice on the radio sometimes. And I might get into a bit of a little tiff with you. But, you know, it's a bit of banter. It's certainly not being camp. I'm <laughs> not camp. Heavens above you're not. Exactly. Goodness sake. I mean,
0: compared to who? Larry Grayson? What's that supposed to mean? You, well, no, I'm just sort of saying, anything, I, mean, you I know, mean, Larry Grayson could be considered camp. You know, John Inman and you, side by side, could be bookends. You know, I mean, I, but I'm not saying out and out that you're, you're camp. You know, in any... I mean, I think camp's quite funny. So what were you trying to say then? A fairy? Nothing. I mean, fairy just... is that another
1: Sorry? term you can try to use for me?
0: Well, I know, but when you came in today, in the, with that wand in one hand, that's my And it sort of touch the desk and go vanish, and that's I right. thought it's not going to happen, is it? I can't believe they call me camp. Are no. they? Were, were these people drunk or something? Well, no, they were bouncers. Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Probably you were applying for a job as a bouncer. No,
1: I was waiting at an event, and yeah. I went outside just to see to see where some of the clients were turning mm. up. And just started talking to these people, and one went to me. Oh, I recognise your voice. You're on LBC, aren't you? With um, Steve, you're the camper one, aren't you? And I went, <laughs> sorry, you're comparing me and Steve, and you're calling me. That'll be one the of my bouncer one.
0: friends. <laughs> I can't believe. That. I've worked with more bouncers over the years than anybody else. Well, I am the bouncer's friend because you know most 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 bouncers are gay.
1: His name was Maureen. Maureen. Yes, it was for woman. a woman. It bloke,
0: isn't it? It was a woman. Oh, right. No, no, it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a little joke. It was a little That's joke. That's why you're camp. And, um, no, the majority of bouncers gay. I know they all stand there and they go, hello, darling. You're you right. The majority. They're gay. The gay. 99% of bouncers are gay. You see them stand there because they're wearing dicky bows and, you know. And that's it. They certainly didn't look gay to me. No, they, they, they don't look gay because they're, they're sort of. As they push up the against the wall. And, yeah, as they push up against the wall. But if you notice, they all do the same. Spread your legs. You think, honestly, you're so forward. <laughs> uh, anyway, 84850 Steve at Uh Jill trying to locate Chris Woodward's Palladium book. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Just type in London Palladium and it will be found. Uh, Stephen Harlington says if they jump in, can't they be arrested on pollution charges? They're not going to jump in. They're not going to jump in. To the, it's freezing cold in the Thames at the moment. It's not exactly a warm swim. Not everybody can swim. I, mean, I don't know how. I mean, I'm quite good at swimming. I got thrown in the Thames once. When? Ages and ages. Yeah. Why? And, um, I'd upset the City of London Police, and they threw you in. What had happened was I was comparing for the City of London Police and Rotary Club and loads of other people. It was it's a knockout on water. All oh, right. So it was a and joke did thing. Yes, but we 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 did it in this sort of big. It's it, one of the big... Um, like St Catherine's Dock. It was yeah. one of the docks off, off the side of the Thames. And there was a few hundred of us there. And I was comparing it, going, here, there, here come the police again. Oh, my goodness. Man. And so we did this whole bit. And at the very end, because the police lost, the City of London Police, they, they came up and said, oh, Steve, we'd just like to say thank you very much indeed. And they presented me with a, a plaque from the City of London Police, which is very nice indeed. Cheap, but nice. And uh, so I've got it to home in a box, face down. And, uh, and then he said, we'd like to celebrate. And then four of them picked me up and I'm thinking, they are really going to throw me in. They're, and it's, this was about 30 feet from the top of the wall to the water. And oh I think, no they're word. really going to throw me in. And all I kept thinking was, I've got my wallet, my phone, my watch. Every, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I don't want to get my wallet wet. So I'm going, no, 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 no. Said, I've got my, my, my phone, my wallet's here, my what, and everything else. They said, all right, we'll just take those off. You can trust us, they said. We're the police. We'll look after them for you. Because my mum used to work for the Met. And, uh, and so they took all this stuff. I thought, oh, they're really going to throw me in. And there was no messing him out there. Did one, two, three, you know, perhaps the joke. One, two, three, and then back on land. No, one, two, three, up in the air, straight into the water. Uh, Can you swim? Uh, On my back. What do you mean? You can only swim on your back? Yes, I can only swim on my back. Well, it was a funny day, actually. I laughed afterwards.
1: As you so court, court summons, summons. Yes,
0: exactly, <laughs> exactly. I thought
1: I'll get you yet. You wait. Can I show you this? Yes. In the, this is a in, lovely picture. Well, it, it is actually quite a nice picture in the Times. But I like the I like the heading. It's a picture of uh, Piers Morgan saying, and uh, obviously a quote from
0: him. My celebrity is ludicrous. Yes. Yes, absolutely it is. I think so. <laughs> yes. I mean, but, but the trouble is, he, he is, he's very good at doing self-deprecating. Well, it says, He it goes. Is Piers might throw in the Thames?
1: Is Piers Morgan, the <laughs> ex-tabloid <laughs> editor turned talent show judge, really the smug, arrogant git his
0: critics claim? No, it, the trouble is, Piers Morgan, who uh, has been through Fleet Street, as they say, in the nicest possible circles, and, um, and now is taking the mickey out of himself because that's the image he, he's portraying. Mm. Because in a short space of time, because he's very friends with, what's his name, Cowell, Oh, yes, yes. Cowell has made him famous in America. Oh, Up oof. until then, he was known nowhere. And so they stick him on the... He- Have you noticed, he always wears the same clothes. You'll never see him wearing anything else but the same clothes. Same as Simon Cowell. It's an image thing. So, in other words, you don't need to worry about lots and lots of expensive clothes. Just be seen in the same thing. And there, open-neck shirt, suit, white suit. That- that's it. Yeah. That's all he needs to wear. Very easy. Very simple. Like that MP Martin, what's-his-thingy, with the beige suit. Like Ken Livingstone. You've never seen Ken, Martin Bell. You've only ever seen Ken Livingstone in the one suit. Mm. Even though he's so filthy rich, he's got a wardrobe full of them. So what's your excuse? Sorry? Mm? What? Uh, well, I, I just, I buy what I like. And seeing as we were supposed to be going for breakfast this morning, I've dressed down appropriately. What do you mean supposed to be? Sorry? Are you cancelling I mean, No, no, certainly not. Heavens above, no. I just don't want to sit at the same table in case people see Four together. hours. Four yeah, hours. I want people to sort of start marking just me with so out how long I had you. to wait in the cafe last week. Four hours. Four hours you waited. Four hours. You know why? No friends. I'd have been on the phone to a friend straight away. Listen, come and meet me in the cafe. I was. You. The day before. Yes, but unfortunately, I uh, I couldn't. No, you cancelled on me last week. Yeah,
1: minute. I cancelled. Yeah. I had a great 18. day out.
0: Did you? Fantastic. Commissioning really painters in out. your own building. Dormand Don says I ain't gay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Last time I saw you on a bicycle, Dom, you were riding side saddle. I don't want to say too much about it. OK. Uh, another one here. Uh, reference Gary Lineker. An old woman with a young man is sad, but an old man with a young girl is rich. Hmm. Joanne from Uxbridge says, Good morning, boys. Are these people loopy? I just don't get it. Jade was just a woman who made a few bob. Nothing at all to merit the fuss. She there did. She made She made quite a few bob. Four million quid a few bob. Yeah, she did well for herself. Yeah. If only, you know, we all could have earned that much money in a lifetime. A very short lifetime. In fact, by the time I, by the time I got to 27, I I'd made anything like that. Anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can't remember how much I had at 27. Did I have savings at 27? I think so. I've just checked my, my, my pension. They sent my pension through the other day. Details of my pension. All right. Any good? About a million. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. You've got a million in your pension. Well, I can't take it out. I know. It's only worth it when I, if I reach 75. Mm. No chance.
2: No now, chance. Normally, at
0: this point, I would actually encourage and say, don't be silly. Of course, you be
1: no, I'm going to agree with you on this <laughs> one. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I keep telling people, people say, of well, well, course you're going no, to live to 75. No, Amanda, seriously, say, let's be honest. It's not. I'm just, it's I'm not, not going to happen. happen. We know.
0: We all know this. It's absolutely not going to happen. We all know it's not going to happen. Heavens above! We you have to accept it. Heart, diabetes. <laughs> you know, ev- you name it. I, I've actually got it. There's no chance of seventy. In actual fact, I have a very strange feeling. <laughs> I think you're going to
1: keep on going and going and going. I have a vision. In twenty years' time, you're still going to be doing this. I'm, I'm hoping to
0: outlive. Or the, the only other thing I was hoping for, either go go before. Because actually, sadly, in our family, most people went went early. My dad nice went nice. at 55, so I've kind of just passed that bit, so that's all right. My mum went, went at 62, so, and um, you know, yeah, lots of other people right. are going. I think you're going to be here in 20 years' I time. I want to go you know. just to see the mayhem it's going to cause for the next programme, because <laughs> I want to see how they're going to struggle with doing the Nick Ferrari breakfast show while Steve Allen is propped up in the corner with an anorak <laughs> over his head. <laughs> <laughs> and I will derive great pleasure from that. they going to be, well, stuffed, be going, Nick will be corner. going, how, how long is he going to be here for? And the producer Chris will be going. Well, we we phoned the ambulance, and uh, you know they 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 said they'll be here soon. Is that well? I'm trying to do a (laughs) program. Put Carol Malone in to do the papers, and Steve. Oh, his Anorak's fallen off his head? Oh God! Imagine, can't you? Uh, I'd rather not. (laughs) It's always worth thinking about. Anyway, cheery thoughts this morning. It's fourteen to (laughs) six. News headlines, lifeboats are on standby on the River Thames after thousands of protesters threatened to throw themselves in the water. At least 1,500 people have gathered outside the Houses of Parliament calling for international action to enforce a ceasefire in Sri Lanka. Rescuers are braving freezing temperatures in their search for survivors of an earthquake in central Italy. And a man's due to appear in court later, charged with the murder of a woman who was stabbed to death in East London. The woman's body was found in Bow on Friday. Check on the roads. Thank you, Thank you very much, Steve. Because of the demonstration... Morning, everybody. Nice to have your company. It's 11 minutes to 6. It's Steve Allen's Early Breakfast, LBC 97.3. Uh, Johnny Brixton says, well done, Parky. The whole genre of reality TV stars has finally been exposed. A few individuals have made money from doing nothing. It's cheap television, made well, and has conned the public into thinking it means something. I hope 2009 forces the industry to bring quality instead of wannabes actually believing their way of life has to be on television. I totally agree. Mm, absolutely. Totally agree, Johnny. Especially with the ghastly... Remember Lizzie Borden, the benefit cheat? Oh, yeah. Her on television. You think, what are we putting these people on there for? What are they there for? Not good enough. Nice to hear Alan back with you, says Dawn. Oh, thank you. I've had a bit of a tough time, but I think everything's OK now. Uh, tonight, she's going to the exclusive Paolo Nutini gig that she won tickets for in a secret location. Can I just ask this question? Yes. Every yes. week, she's off to a different gig. Yes. Is that all she does? Yes. Does she just go from one gig to another? Yes.
2: Because I'm very impressed with this I think all this secret, around. Yes,
0: I think secretly she's, she's managing this, cruise. I think so too. She, she's told me where the secret gig is, but I'm not going to tell people. Is it in I, London? I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you. Not even. Can't going even to tell you not even say it in London. You can say it's in London. I'm not, no, because it would spoil it. Because it's only an invited audience, and then people try and work out. How is anybody going to
1: work out? Well, if you're working out. How will I work it out? Because well, you, you... are say... yeah. you... just going to say, yes, it's a secret gig in London. A secret gig in London. I'm going to go. Mm, yes, it's going to be there, isn't it? Okay, it's not. It's in Sheffield. Well, there you go
0: then. It's not. It's not in Sheffield. No, it's in London. I'm not telling you. <laughs> anyway, uh, she thought that she saw me in Costco the other day, but it wasn't me. She says, "I'm so glad I didn't wave." So, however, he did look very much like you. There's a Steve Allen lookalike out there following your every footsteps. Because you once mentioned seeing somebody that looked like you on a platform at a train station. I did at Hammersmith. I told you before. I looked across the platform. There
1: was was me. Yeah, she said this on the phone to me. It was me. Mm. It was, and
0: I remember thinking, "That's me. It looked like me. It looked as I thought I looked." (laughs) Seventeen blonde hair, hair, yeah Six pack at the front, usual sort of thing It was years ago, but I do remember Actually, I think it was your hubby's birthday the other day, wasn't it, Dawn? So many happy returns to him for that David Ealing says Parky's on the money How do you differentiate between a celebrity And a well-known personality? It can't be talent Brain surgeons, in addition to skill, have talent But they aren't celebrities Please help, I'm reaching for the aspirins I think it's a very, very close. I totally that. agree that we've now entered this this era where we put somebody on, and certain section of the community, generally the simple people, are going, "Oh, she's a star, or he's a star, or he's somebody I look up to." Well, you shouldn't. You, re- you know, you look up to people who've achieved something. Mm. You know, and I, don't know, I suppose you could argue that she achieved something. She made four million quid, which kind of doesn't really encourage anybody else to actually go out there and work for a living. No, no, she made we're money. We're going to see the evidence of that with, with Jack Tweed, aren't we? Well, she made money, but that's not achieving something, really. That's just making money. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, she didn't actually have a talent for doing anything. Turning no. up and waving is not actually a talent. It's like the people like Bianca Gascoigne. At some point, poor, poor Bianca Gascoigne is going to have to actually have to get a job. And actually do something, and do what ninety nine point nine percent of you are are doing at the moment. You're getting up to go to work. But you see, this is when. Do you remember when she brought the perfume out? That's what I didn't understand. Why would you want a
1: perfume that wasn't really designed by anybody apart from people in the perfume industry who just sort of brought her things
0: and said, "What do you think of this?" There's a celebrity thing, and that you, you you can go out and you can have Alan Dodger and shampoo or, or oh yes, absolutely. Made. I'm in discussions at the
1: moment for yes. somebody at the moment, oh, but I could I sell
0: can. a load. Ray and Balham. Says, did you watch the program presented by Joanna Lumley about her journey to the Arctic Circle? Beautiful film. It was uh, it was a repeat, actually. Ray, I saw it first time round. I worked with Joanna. I loved Joanna Lumley. I have. I did mention the other week uh, how much I love the program. But of course, I have seen the Northern Lights, the Aurora Borealis. So have I. Have you? I have. I saw them when we went to see Father Christmas. I saw it on the internet. Sorry. Hmm? Oh right, <laughs> oh, I've seen them actually in person. No, I wish I had. Yeah. No, I haven't seen them in person. <laughs> Uh, Keith and Layton Leighton says, can these protesters wait until after rush hour? I drink Thames water, according to my bill. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jade uh, couldn't have a bigger funeral from that church. More than 50 people there. You can't breathe. They told us there were 350 there. There weren't. There weren't. It's it's only small, isn't it? I know the church. I don't know well. it. well. Yeah, very small. Um, and Phil in Clapham says, if all those people jumped in the Thames at the same time, it's going to be a hell of a tidal wave. This is true. It is true. I don't think... Well, they won't. They're just going to stand there and disrupt the traffic. So, in other words, yet again, the people of London have to put up with this. So, if you were thinking and planning on going round there, you can't. They will close off the whole area because of something that's happening somewhere else, which has got, without putting too fine a point on it, diddly squat to do with us. Well, Westminster Bridge was shut. I couldn't drive over... or be driven over it this morning. Yeah. It's ridiculous. you know, we're very patient as a people here in London you know we just accept the fact you sit there in traffic why because somebody's demonstrating what are they demonstrating i don't know camels on the moon or something and somebody's demonstrating about that i just don't understand what jumping in the river is possibly going to achieve you're doing your pr- you're doing the um, the demonstration you're obstructing scaling the london eye was better you know scale it london- and stay up there at least you get a nice view as you're going round i mean that's quite interesting i think they would stop it i don't think they would keep it going round but but, don't, but the trouble is we're picking up the bill for this
1: I'm, I'm paying for this. Isn't that part of the freedom of living in this country, being able to
0: allow? Well, it to be don't, we don't, well, put it this way, I don't seem to be getting much freedom at the moment. I don't know about you, but every day there's something that goes on. It's either a bunch of lunatic, hardline left wingers who are breaking up the Royal Bank of Scotland and chucking things through windows, in which case I'm paying twenty-eight million quid, or it's people standing there, freezing to death at this time of the morning, threatening to throw themselves in the Thames. Why are they doing it this time of the morning, anyway? Well, that is—they've been there question. all night. I don't, they have been there for quite a while. I don't understand. You'd have thought that they'd have done it in daytime because I don't think Gordon Brown gets up till 8.30. He'll have a light breakfast of poached eggs on toast, followed by some cornflakes and some orange juice and then perhaps a cup of a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then, and then he'll be <laughs> doing something. Not, he's, he's probably not going to meet them. Somebody will come out and say, do you have a petition you want to hand it? Like they do. They go to number 10 Downing Street. They knock on the door and they go, we've got a petition. And the bloke who answers the door goes, thank you. Uh, takes it in, closes the door, <laughs> drops it in a bin. And it goes to somebody else in, in another department. Mm. Uh, right, um, Sherry from Enfield Locks, says I want to thank you for the recommendation of the film Sophie Scholl: The Final Days. I've ordered from Amazon the two disc edition. Very rich, very rich indeed. Lovely film, lovely film. We I talked don't think about I've it seen yesterday. It it's it's very one of those very touching films. It's people who have a belief. Uh, But in the end, Sophie Scholl and her brother and a friend died for their belief in Nazi Germany. They were members of the Hitler Youth. I'll tell you briefly, for those people who heard it yesterday, you're hearing this again, I'm sorry. But uh, they started producing leaflets saying, Hitler's got it wrong. Hitler is is not going to win this war in Europe. We're going to lose. We should get rid of him now and save the nation. Right. And uh, they distributed them by sending them through, through the post. They were never found until they stupidly were caught distributing by hand. They all got tried. They had a kangaroo court, the third, third Reich, sentenced them all to death. They were in their early 20s. Yeah. And uh, there's supposed to be a 99-day cooling-off period, but the Nazis decided to make an example of them, so beheaded them. Right. One after the other uh, at the age of 21. And it was only later that they then realised that they'd made a terrible mistake, and these people were representing what most of the country thought. Yeah. It's strange, isn't it, really? And, and she What's stood up in called? court and said... It's called um, Sophie Scholl, The Final Days. Okay. Okay. It's, it's worth—it's—it's it's German, but it's uh, got English subtitles. Right. It's very I'm good. for that one. Very powerful. Mm. Very powerful film. Don't forget Bogoff in the How Low. Hello. Details coming the other side of the news. And uh, oh, I've got a so just realized Coming up over Easter. Coming up over Easter. Uh, we've got some in conversations, and what we're going to do is be playing you some of them that you've missed before. And thank you for putting us into the top ten as well. Three times we're in the top ten, but uh, over Easter we'll be rejoining the lovely Celia Imry. Love Celia Imry. Peter Purvis, 70, hero of mine. Graham Norton, mm-hmm. who's currently in Carja Fall, and Robert Vaughan. Okay. Today, I'm actually. I tell you what I'm doing. I'm doing uh, Graham Gouldman from 10cc. Oh, right. Because I had no idea how many songs this man wrote. So, he wrote so many hits. In fact, two of my all time favourite records were written by Graham Gouldman, who's coming in today. Say what they were. Yes. On. One was Pamela Pamela by Wayne Fontana. I have no idea how that goes. Really? No. Pamela, Pamela, remember the day. Dun, 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 no. Dun, dun, no idea just wanted to hear me sing, didn't you? I did, I did. And I the other one you was... No milk today, my love has gone away. The company... Which was for Herman's Hermits. No, don't know that one I Am I facing the right way or something why, this morning? Why should I know what? that? Don't take that attitude you with st- me. I've just, got just gone out of my in. way to sing you a song, which quite clearly you do know, and you're just being difficult. I don't difficult. know. Why should I know that? You're just that? being difficult.
1: I'm not... I'm seriously... Why, why, why do I just drop know that? you out
0: the window and do everybody a favor? You sing
1: her. songs which are just not from my generation, and you expect me to know them instantly. OK, well, what songs are from
0: your generation? No, no no. Try a little. Patience. <laughs> is that your generation? No, that's not my generation. We love Muffin, Muffin, the mule. <laughs> what no. songs are your generation, then? Uh, the 80s, Pet Shop Boys, oh, Erasure. West End Girls.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, dear God, it's not going to happen, is it? Oh, by the way, front page of The Sun this morning, uh, Jack Tweed's Wish, Bury Me With Jade. I shall omit from saying anything at this particular juncture, apart from the fact that the news is coming up very shortly on LBC 97.3, and you're most welcome to Tuesday. Alcohol addiction. When an a ca- with
2: Steve Allen.
0: Morning, everybody. Nice to be company. It's coming up to eight minutes past six. I know you clock watch on any morning, and especially on Tuesday morning. Now, just remember, because of the demonstration in and around Parliament Square, it's going to disrupt your journey into work. They're going to have to divert buses, because they won't be allowed round there. Taxis, if you're driving in, allow extra time for your journey. Keep listening to the travel reports on LBC and we'll get you there quickly. Adam in Chelsea says, although I agree with you, it's a massive disruption will cost us a fortune, so doesn't it make you proud that this country allows this type of demo and free speech? Yes, I just wish they'd do it where you can have free speech, which is in Hyde Park. You Go and have a demo in Hyde Park. You can fill up Hyde Park and Speaker's Corner and everything else. Not so. People who are trying to get round their particular jobs cannot do it because somebody's demonstrating. I agree with you that I think it's fantastic. Uh, These people would no doubt be locked up if they dared do it in Sri Lanka. The fact they can do it here is one of the reasons that make this country great. I don't have a problem with people demonstrating. I have a problem when it disrupts our day-to-day life. There are people who will need to get round to work and they will need that as one of the main vehicle accesses in and around all those tourist attractions but isn't that the point of demonstrating to disrupt uh well it shouldn't be it to to demonstrate should be to make your point to the people who matter the only people who are being inconvenienced are us you don't think it's going to inconvenience the mps you don't think it's going to inconvenience gordon brown no it's us we get inconvenienced right and we're nothing to do with it. No, we're not involved. So, if you want to demonstrate, go to Hyde Park. You can go and you can have free speech there every Sunday morning at Speaker's Corner. And you want to listen to the rantings of some of the buffoons up there, I'm afraid. But it's always entertaining. Go and do it there. Mm. The reason that they don't do it there is because nobody would cover it. Do it in Parliament Square or Trafalgar Square or outside Buckingham Palace. They'd never better do it in Whitehall. They'd never better do it down at the Mall. The police would stop them going down there. Hmm. So they'll do it somewhere where it disrupts us. If they did it in the mall, fine. We just close off the mall and we just carry on around. But it's always disrupting us. Remember the lorry drivers? Yes. A bunch of idiots who come from out of London disrupting our bloomin' day. You know, we're all affected by, by the price of petrol. God knows. Uh, happy sixth birthday, Olivia, today. Lots of love, Mummy, Daddy and uh, Louis. Oh! So oh, how lovely to be six. Yes, how lovely to be six. Not a care in the world. <laughs> what at six? Yes, I don't think so. <laughs> Apart from what color's my Lego. What colour do you know when I was young? Lego, when I was young, sorry, uh, all our the only Lego we had was red and white. Really, yeah, we didn't. There was no other colour Lego. You, you could buy windows and doors, but we had a big bag of Lego which we played, it's amazing. The, 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 the strange shapes you could make with Lego. I used to love my Lego. We had a Lego shop in Kingston. It closed. Oh, Lego's fantastic. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Did you have
1: stickle bricks? Uh, yes, I did, but I wasn't into those. No, I didn't like stickle bricks. And, I always thought they were for children. Well, the thing is, and also, I, I tried to get into Meccano, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get into it. I much preferred, you know, Lego. Oh, right. Big and butch that I am. Sorry? Sorry? I don't
0: think so. Right, uh, in the uh, bog-off... Today and how low? You were expecting me to do something then. I was and I said I I'd used it. the wrong word. I haven't got a sound effect for the bog off. No, you haven't got a sound for no, no. So, okay, so no, no.
1: I have. Bog off. In that's okay. So I have to and in the bog off today, and sorry in the bog off, in the bog off today. No, no, no. I'm saying it oh, right. so that you can do your sound effect that you said. Well, and, but I've forgotten what my sound effect is. Well, you need to create one.
0: But I I can't think of anything that goes with bog off.
1: Well, no, 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 because how low is? Hello. Right, so yeah. that's the how low. So yes. you now need to create something for bog off. So bog off.
0: Well, okay, so so in the bog off, what? Th- that's that's your cue. All oh, right.
1: What What's going so on? So in,
0: in the how low today, hello. We've got a bog off. Bog off. <laughs> Doesn't sound the same, does it? It's not quite. Same, it's not quite though. working that one. I'm other to... radio stations would have had a the Mormon Tabernacle Choir brought in to sing
1: bog off. I'm going to
0: use my insult now, which
1: is I'm busy now. Can I ignore you some other time? That's a good one, I like that. I like that. Uh,
0: 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. So it's a bog off. Bog off. In the how (laughs) low? How low? Till seven. Seven. Yeah, so it goes through. But the bog off is only till seven this morning, and you've got to use all your bog offs up (laughs) by seven. Oh, I see. You've got to use your free yes, ones. Yes, you cannot carry them over after seven this morning because the they've got of... to be used because the computer won't understand what you're doing. So you get the free ones till seven. So in other words, if you make twenty bids between now and seven, you get twenty free. So in other words, giving you a total of forty. Unbelievable. Make one free, and you get make one free. Yeah, if if, 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 you, if you make one bid, you get one free, which gives you two. There you go. For the price of one, it's as easy as that. How low will it go? The lowest unique bid will win, the lowest bid in pence and nobody else makes. Get your bids in by seven pm today. You text LBC, plus your bid in pence, and send that to Treble821. LBC, followed by your bid in pence, and send it to Treble821. Every second bid between now and seven is free. Gotta use them by seven. The bid will cost one pound fifty plus your standard network rate. Lines close at seven PM today. You must be over sixteen. Go to LBC.co.uk for full terms and conditions. Alan. Do
1: you want to tell them what they're actually bidding for?
0: Oh yes. <laughs> Me. <laughs> it's a Sony. No, it's not. It's a <laughs> Dell laptop. I forgot what it was, actually. I never mentioned, did no, I?
1: didn't. Just, people
0: going, Just what are we bidding off. for? Just do a bog off. I was in Chiswick High Street the other day. Oh, were you it was, I went on a bus and there's a man there standing with it rattling a bucket, like an official bucket. You can buy them, incidentally, online. I've seen them. And this one had something on it and he had a little badge on, so it made him look official. He's going, people are putting money in it. And I'm thinking, what are you collecting for? You know, you've seen the girls who go around the pubs on a Friday night. Generally crooks, I'm afraid, like to buy um, a rose. They they sell you a rose in a tube and the money goes to here and people give a pound and two pounds. It goes in their pockets. That's what they do. Uh, Yeah, but the people who've sold me roses in pubs before... Mm
1: Um, I've never assumed it was going for a charity in the first place. I just oh, did you to not? No, I just That's how they normally get
0: in. That They normally give the bouncers, the gay ones on the door, uh, flowers. That's why you see a lot of bouncers standing there with roses in the round. I don't actually have a problem with that, with the roses ones. You don't? Not in the pubs, It goes no. in there. The girls we used to have doing Twickenham drove up from Southampton. It was so lucrative. She could make 600 quid in about an hour, easy peasy, flogging roses. You know by the side of the road, you see people selling roses, and they do 20 for three quid or something yeah. like that. You can imagine, packed individually, you make a fortune out of these things. You turn up and you go, and you, all you've got to do, you make a little card up on the internet. So easy nowadays. So easy. You make a little thing going, official collector so-and-so. A friend of mine can even put barcodes on and all sorts of things to make them look very official. Well, yeah, but I don't have a problem with selling roses. What, what's, the pro- what's the problem with that? Somebody
1: comes up to you in a pub and says, would you like to buy a rose? And you just go, no. What's the problem with that? I've bought roses in pubs before. What for? To give to somebody. Oh, how stupidly, stupid, is I, it?
0: Not very camp, is it? Not that? in the slightest. Oh, dear. I know you are nobody's fool, but maybe someone will adopt you. That's nice. Thank you so much. Um, uh, in the paper today, a sad um, story of a, a yacht owner who returned to Portsmouth Harbour to find that his craft had been crushed by a 40 ton crane which fell on it. Oh, my word. It's like that. Do you remember the Beadle thing? I always remember the Beadle thing where they used to do. I mean, I'd have had a heart attack. That the car one? The car one. Mm-hmm. This poor bloke. And they, they substituted his van for another one. And he's coming across on the little thing. And the bloke's reversing the crane. He's going, no, 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 like this. And then they push it in the water. I mean,
1: there have been hundreds of these, but that's the one that everybody remembers. I know. I don't know why
0: we remember that one. But it is... I mean, for mm. him, it must have been... We might have to do one of those on you. Really? Just imagine your, your reaction. We, we we did a thing once. And it was with um a guy... I'll, you'll have to forgive me, because I can't remember his name. But uh, we were in another building. And... An organisation wanted to kidnap him, and he knew that he was going to be kidnapped. It was for charity. It was students. He didn't know when he was going to be kidnapped, and he'd written in his column, at some point during the next month, I'm going to be kidnapped. Right. the students are going to kidnap me and take me away and hold me for ransom. He he wrote an excellent column in Time Out, and he was one of my regular guests. And... I had been tipped off that it might be this particular day, but I couldn't tell him. And I wasn't sure in what form it was going to take. And we were sitting in the studio exactly like we are now, except he was sitting nearer the door. And we were chatting away. And all of a sudden, we're in the middle of the programme, chatting away, chatting away, and the door bursts open and four men with hoods come in. They put a hood over his head and they drag him out of the studio. Well, you've never seen anything like it. I wasn't sure who was more shocked, him or me. And he was then bundled out of the building into a car and they spun up... and you think, you couldn't make this up, could you, really? And he was he was kidnapped for the rest of the day. How do you know it was actually the students that had done that? Well, because we just assumed... That's what I mean. It could have been actually people actually literally kidnapping him. You just never get April Fool's jokes, do you? You really don't. Honestly, I don't know why we bother. It's uh, 17 minutes past six. <laughs> News headlines, Lucy Coward.
3: Four lifeboats are on standby
2: as around 900... 900- <laughs>
0: morning, everybody. So nice to see Jerry Halliwell hawking her carcass around everywhere that matters at the moment. Uh, unfortunately, nobody is particularly bothered. Um, Malcolm says, may you live to be 75 plus. What would we listen to on a Sunday morning? True. It is true, actually. Yes. Uh, and another one here. Uh, Catherine says, I agree with Dodge. You'll still be on the radio using your Bentley Zimmer being strapped to your chair to stop you wandering off mid-show. <laughs> And one here, which is actually quite, quite clever. Jade earned most of her money by dying very publicly. A talent, but hardly repeatable. Yeah, very clever. It is clever, isn't it, mm-hmm. when you think about it? Terry reckons I'm immortal. And uh, another one here says uh, you're a legend. Yes, I'm not sure about... Le- I don't like... I think Clive Bull's a legend. I think I'm just sort of uh, not a legend. Here's I- another one for you. OK. If you ever text
1: your brain, don't charge more than a penny.
0: Really? I'm coming up with all these insults. That's very today. good, actually. Oh, in you. years to come, actually, uh, you will be able to buy food based on your intelligence rating. I beg your pardon? You'll be able to buy food in a supermarket based on your intelligence rating. So, in other words, you will go into a supermarket. The girl on the checkout will ask you a question. Based on that, you'll be allowed to have food and you're going to starve. Anyway, uh, another one here that says, uh, I agree with your choice of hits from but the where, 60s. Where does that come from? Sorry? Sorry? D- it came don't... from me. I'm the yeah. other person in the studio. Hello, I'm another human being on the planet. If I said anything to you that I should be sorry for... I'm glad. Yes. Right. Uh, (laughs) Trish says, that was a blast from the past. Pamela, Pamela. Thank you. And uh, did you know, Steve, that in conversation you came to the rescue just before 1am this morning when LBC fell off? Did did we fall off at one? Don't tell me. In conversation, popped up again. Please, I can't believe it. James Whale, Trevor says, says you've had a lot of work done to your face, plastic surgery. It's true. Well, he'd know. I went to one he recommended. He's had it done. The trouble is, when they did his, they took the, they've taken the skin from another part of his anatomy. You're not supposed to tell
1: them that. I know, but I mean, I don't mind. He made a
0: promise. But he now has to shave his face, and it's become quite, quite difficult, Mm. really, for him. Uh, Eight four eight five zero. Brian says, Alan refers to himself as not being camp. The two groups he names are the Pet Shop Boys and Erasure. I rest my case. That is a very good point. And yes. the moment I mentioned those, I did would didn't have been realise. easier had you mentioned the Carpenters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks for pointing that out to everybody. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Sarah in Richmond, no. Uh, Mark the Bailiff says, how about a sponsored swim this morning to raise money?
1: Oh, yes, that's true.
0: Do you know, actually, talking of swimming, you know, we mentioned last week on the programme, I'm glad to see lots of you have taken it up. A lot of councils now, if you're under 16 and over 60... Free, Free swimming. Mm, that's good. Unfortunately, I don't qualify on either of those counts. But you'd only be Not, swimming on your back anyway. I would be swimming on my back. I don't know why you think that's peculiar, swimming on your back. No, no, I no, no, I think it's normal that you
1: can only swim on your back. Yes. I don't know why. No, I don't. Maybe it's because there's
0: more buoyancy <laughs> <points. laughs> on your front. Not very nice, is that? <laughs> I think we're picked on by a guest, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen in the studio. A guest. Let me just mention a guest. <laughs> yeah. So pleased you're happy. You're bobbing. Yes, all right. I don't think we'll sort of, you know, make a big deal about it. I don't bob at my like age, like a
1: boy in a swim.
0: <laughs> With a little so, light on my tummy what just going off. Perhaps we'll sort of drag me out to the English Channel. I can sort of see off ships at the same time. When Maybe you try a... to swim in your front, you just suddenly flip over. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't, so (laughs) there. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Listen, I know where I'm going to send you today. Actually, I'm not going to send you. I'm going to... Who am I going to send today? It's got to be one of the girls in the office. Where? I'm going to send them to the 99p shop. What for? Because they have an item in there that is the first of its kind in the world. For 99p? For 99p. It's a bikini. They are selling a bikini for 99 pence and uh, it's available in a range of colours, patterns and sizes. Went on sale across the country. They're not the
1: first in the world. Oh, really? Because I have seen them in vending machines abroad. A bikini, or is it pants and No, bikinis and swimming trunks for men as well. You go to these vending machines by the seaside, and they've got these machines where you can literally buy very cheap uh, bikinis and swim shorts in, like, you know, like eggs, large eggs that you get... Those chocolate really? egg things. Oh. I'm sure I've seen. I'm sure I've seen them somewhere. Really? Yeah, but where? Or maybe it's the edible versions. Oh, uh, no, no, no. no seriously, nice. I'm pretty sure you can actually get them abroad. Yeah.
0: Apparently, the only downside is the skimpy beach design. So, so skimpy designs offer little support for busty beach babes, mainly because it's it's just cheap material. So I mean, to be honest with it, it looks okay there. See, they it?
1: look. They they don't look too bad, but they're right. I mean, she hasn't. She's not that. Um, no, she's large. she's quite
0: flat flat chested. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. It's amazing, actually. They had a thing on the... Sorry, I'm just... Don't look at me like that. Well, you're just... You're in my space. Well, I'm in your zone? You're in my zone. This is my zone. Okay, well, I was just going to say, they could have chosen a nicer model. Well, exactly. I mean, to be honest with you, somebody with really bad hair really bad. I mean, that's so dry, and in the photographs it looks dry. I think she needs to use a moisturiser, or something at least to sort of Well the... hair is so dry. Like very dry. dry. I'm just... Are you listening to me? Am no, I no, facing I was, the I was, right way? I've just said, you. the hair looks dry, and I you just pointed you. at it, and then said, the hair looks dry. In she she other was... words, you just... I might as well have bought a parrot, and had it sitting here, repeating everything I'm saying. It's a pointless exercise, I'm isn't making it? sure... You were funny when you were talking about the boys. When you're repeating things that I'm saying, which were funny first time round, no, different. I'm making sure you're getting the point across. I'm becoming quite ill. I'm you're
1: even tell people what they're bidding for, you know, I have to make sure you're getting there.
0: I did, I was just doing that as a comedy yeah, moment. Right, yes, a comedy moment. Actually, it has been pointed out, as, uh, as Jack Tweed is on the front of a couple of the papers today, the Daily Star and, uh, and the Sun, somebody said do you think he just phoned up the papers and go, I'm going for a visit up to the cemetery, because this is a professionally taken picture. And I don't believe they'd have a photographer just sitting up there waiting on the off chance.
3: No, I don't
1: know. You never you know. So? For the next couple of weeks, I'd have thought they'd still have some paparazzi following them around. You think so? Mm, quite Guess who's making
0: a return to EastEnders? Oh, dread to think. Give you a clue. Well, having not been a fan of EastEnders... Westbrook. Daniela Westbrook is going back <gasps> into EastEnders... Really? ...after nine years. Now, I don't think they've man- managed to rebuild her nose. They say she's going to make a sensational return... She publicly battled cocaine addiction. She did when she was exposed, yes. Uh, left her with horrific nose damage. She's going to come back as Sam Mitchell. Uh, the EastEnders executive producer, Diederik Santa, said, it feels like a great time to bring back Sam. In other words, they can't think of anything else to do. Let's bring back some of the early struggling, 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 I'm afraid. And so it's bound to be a headache for former hubby Ricky, who didn't do anything on the outside at all. Couldn't even get a reality show, poor soul, and then went back in again. And, uh, and then Danny, it's got no septum, has she? And she's done cosmetic surgery, so she's going to look most peculiar. Mm. Uh, more on this crime that has shocked Britain the other day, involving teeny tinies. I mean, you, you cannot believe it. Even James Bulger's uh, mum has called for a blitz on violent children. I don't know what the answer is. We said yesterday we've got no idea how you control this kind of thing, because it's, it's not just in one part of the country. This is everywhere. The Sun have done a, a big report today on these... They are, they are brothers, apparently... And the family that they come from, they've just come out of, they say, a home. The mother doesn't want anything to do with them. How can you possibly have children where the mother goes, they're nothing to do with me, they don't live here, and then somebody else shouts F off through the letterbox at the reporters? What sort of family life is that? What's We're the We're lucky. We came from nice families. What's the solution? I, I, I wish I knew. To bring back the workhouses? I wish I knew. I don't know what the solution is. I really don't. I can, I, I, the, the, the gut feeling is, you know, you just want the, These are just people who don't deserve to have anything. They just go around. They have no respect for anybody. They have no respect for property. No, they they have no respect no. for life. They have no respect for... But not at an adult age. You know, I can understand it when you turn on the Trisha show and there's men who look completely violent shouting obscenities at women on there. Like yesterday, we had it shouting obscenities at some woman who looked about 65, 70, and he was shouting obscenities. You interfering all this language. And I thought, my. Well, God, I mean, somebody should have sorted you out a long time ago. It's just been allowed to get worse and worse and worse. People have no respect for anything these days. We were, all, we always had. Strangely enough, seems very old-fashioned, doesn't it? Respect for policemen. A policeman said, "Come here now." You get people who stand on a demonstration and spit in policemen's faces. I'm but, sorry, I'm about to lay them out. But I, get, but I don't get, I don't get, I don't get students and kids who don't have any respect for teachers. I wouldn't dream of doing anything.
1: Yesterday, to there was, was a report teachers. in the
0: paper that I think was it. Four in ten teachers have been abused at school. Why would you want to be a teacher? You've got some of these little oiks at at ten and eleven, and that's that's probably mm. you know they're 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 all smoking and drinking at that age. Scary. God knows what else it's they're very doing. Scary. It's it's it is quite quite scary, I'm really? afraid. Quite scary. Also, the paper today. There's a mat. This is a strange one. A oh. A man years and years ago was so depressed because he had cancer. He took his own life. Right. And he said, "You'll never find me." And they found him twenty nine years on. Where was Where, he? Up a tree. In a forest in the middle of Germany. He climbed this tree, tied himself to it and shot himself. And 29 years on, somebody was going through. He was 69, he climbed 40 feet, tied himself to the trunk, shot himself. And he left a note that said, don't don't look for me, you won't find me. And the decaying body was spotted after bones started falling from the fir tree in southern Germany. I'm surprised he took that long for the bones to fall down. 29 years... Doesn't give you much faith, does it, in the German police that they can't find somebody? Well, you wouldn't be looking up a tree, would you? Yeah, but in, in Germany, the one thing that people do is they walk through forests. You go to, to anywhere, in Austria and Germany, and hiking is a huge... Over here, it's relative novelty. Over there, thousands and thousands of people go hiking. And the one thing you do when you go hiking, and don't look at it like that... But well, you wouldn't look, look you? up a tree. Well, I certainly would. Coming up to the uh, news at 6.30, it's LBC 97.3. I would.
2: LBC 97.3. 90-
0: <laughs> Thank you very much indeed. With the Sports News for us this morning, Phil Blacker.
3: Thanks, Steve. Good morning. Cristiano Ronaldo has again been forced to deny fresh rumours. He'll move to Real Madrid at the end of the season. His manager, Sir Alex Ferguson, called the speculation pathetic as it threatens to overshadow the build-up to the first leg of Manchester United's Champions League quarter-final at home to FC Porto tonight. Ronaldo insists United remain the right club for him and he believes a clean sweep of trophies is still possible, despite admitting the team aren't playing quite as well as they were last year.
0: I think we are in a good way. Uh, we have chance to
1: win the, the trophies than last season. But, my opinion, this season is, is quite more difficult than last season. Mm-hmm. More natural last season.
3: Arsenal are in Spain for the first leg of their Champions League quarterfinal with Villarreal. The Spanish side have never lost at home to an English team in the competition. And the two sides drew 0-0 there in the semi-final three years ago when Arsenal won one nil on aggregate. Wenger says it'll be just as difficult to get through as it was then. We have learned as well from... Uh 2006 uh, semifinal, final that at Villarreal, <laughs> you face a tough game. And uh, that's why we prepare ourselves just to be at our best. Robin van Persie didn't make the trip yesterday but Samir Nasri and Theo Walcott have been past fit. Chelsea's players are reported to want Jose Mourinho back as manager if Gus Hiddink doesn't make his stay permanent in the summer. It's widely reported today the Blues' former coach would be the top choice of the squad, perhaps not surprising given his previous success at Stamford Bridge but it's unlikely to happen just 19 months after he was sacked by owner Roman Abramovich. The Championship title race is wide open again after second place Birmingham beat leaders Wolves 2-0 at St Andrews last night. Despite playing most of the match with 10 men. Lee Carsley was sent off early on, but Cameron Jerome and Gary O'Connor scored for the Blues to take them just two points behind their local rivals. Southampton's chances of staying in the championship may have already been taken out of their hands by the time they kick off against Watford tonight. The Football League will discuss whether to dock the Saints 10 points after their parent company entered administration last week. Any points penalty would virtually condemn them to relegation. And there are three race meetings today. They go over the jumps at Fontwell and Sedgefield and on the flat at Pontefract. And Steve Allen's racing tip is next.
0: This is LBC
2: 97.3.
3: Well, as
0: Alexander wrote, if Mr Blacker had succumbed to your desires and gone each way, he could have had a 50p. should p- have done, actually. Yeah, have the, done pr-
3: the price was big enough to go each way was, not
0: it? 50p profit, and as we know, even something small in your pocket is better than nothing to show for your efforts.
3: Well, yeah. So we're finding that out. We are,
0: slowly <laughs> but surely, as you will today, because yesterday he had what Katie did, which won at five to one. Mm. Profit, £10. Total Closing loss. Closing the gap there. Closing the gap, really. £19.71. You came third with Lawgiver. Total loss, £2.00. Total loss now, £8.79. So today, we're off to Pontefract, Dicky Le Right. And he says, I was going to go for a win, but he was on offer at 14-1 to 1 last night, so it makes sense to go each way, but I'll be spitting feathers if he wins. So he's going each way with Dicky Le OK.
3: I'm going to uh, Sedgefield, the 450, Simple Gym. Simple Gym. To win, still.
0: OK, you still not...
3: S- still still to win.
0: OK, yeah, I'm not, I don't <laughs> want to sort of twist your arm... But you know, it most will, will have to soon. Come. I think the each it, I way. I think bet, it will but... have to, won't it? Just, just even for a little bit of money, just to boost mm, it up. A exactly,
3: bit. but not, not today.
0: Not today. Okay, today. I don't know what the weather's going to be. I, I think it could be uh, going soft. Is that right? Well, <laughs> it's going to rain, then, is it? Apparently, so it's going to rain. Right. <laughs> I only worked that out the other day for the national, because some of the horses were actually good on the soft. And I thought if it rained a little bit, it then makes the course a bit easier, because some horses go better, softer, softer. Yeah, it's, it's, I forget what the what the different things. Soft to hard, Sogy. and then hard, then it goes soft again, doesn't mm, it? Firm. Firm, is it? Firm. Oh, well, there you go.
3: Good to firm, good to soft.
0: Oh, I think it's always good if it's <laughs> firm. I'm saying that, especially out on the race course. Thank you, Phil, very Thank much you. indeed. Phil Blacker will be returning after the news at 7 o'clock this morning with Nick Ferrari for uh, breakfast. I do love this, uh, this letter. It comes under the world. Oh, no, actually, we haven't got enough time because we have to talk to Darren. <laughs> so I knew there was something. I was just about to read a letter and I can't because I have to talk to Darren. Morning, Darren. Morning to you. Morning. I was just going to do a very funny letter, but it, it, it'll save itself till before the end of the programme. Don't worry.
2: So, what, Johnny, what are we doing to today? Where are we off to? Um, I've got three places for you to go. You can do all of these in one day, as long as you start very early.
0: Oh, oh right.
2: The first one I bet you haven't been to yet. The Dead Dog Museum.
0: The Dead <laughs> Dog Museum? Yes. Where's it's part this?
2: Of natural, it's part of the Natural History Museum in Tring. Now, uh, the Tring... Collection includes all of Walter Rothschild's uh, collection, but on the top floor, yeah. there are ninety stuffed dogs. Have you ever seen a stuffed dog?
0: <laughs> I yeah. have. I tell you why I've seen them because in America, and I think they were going to bring it over here. People whose whose dog has died, you could have um, preserved in its favourite position, and it was it was it was it was, an, it was a combination between air blowing and embalming.
2: Well, p- similar thing here. Similar sort of uh, thing. What's quite well, what's interesting about this is uh, its had to have a thousand pound grant to restore them all but it's now been restored and you can see how uh, dogs have evolved through all the sort of pedigree breeding right so Horrible. now some needs-
0: of them so, so, some some of the pedigree dogs that they they c- just can't move
2: exactly but uh, this is interesting that that that'll- Keep it busy for a couple of hours, because it's part of the, uh, as I say, the Natural History Museum at Tring. Mm. Then you can go on to the Cat Survival Trust, which you went to a few weeks ago.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes.
2: Um, see the snow leopards. Now, I had a chat with them the other day. Time is running out if you want to puddle of snow leopard because they're getting a bit big. Yes. So it won't be long before uh, you will no longer to join. Got to join. To... Got to
0: join. You can't just go <laughs> down got to join, there. yeah. There's
2: a link on Steve's website, stl.alancho.com, for that.
0: Yes. Go down uh, there, or failing that, nip onto YouTube and have a look at the day that I cuddled the snow leopards. They Ooh, don't geez. smell. You'd think they'd smell, but they don't. Why would you think they smell? Because they're they're wild animals. So? I'll tell you, when, when you get up close to the cages, these things throw themselves at the at the cage. You've never seen you like <laughs> it. <It's> frightening <laughs> or what? Well I should get... Brilliant. they're wild animals.
2: Also, so ad- adults I need to go to that, by Yes, the way. It's
0: don't not, not children, get... I'm afraid.
2: No, that obviously there's uh, wild cats wandering around. And uh, the third thing while you're there, which you can do on the same day, is they uh, Zoo. They're doing the Big Five adventure. What do you think the Big Five are, Steve? Uh,
0: I don't know. What are the Big Five? Cats,
2: elephants, 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 elephants lions, yeah. tigers, Hippos. giraffes, and bears. Oh, bears! Yes, big brown bears. It used to a big big
0: be a what was that um, television programme? Said There the man, and it was about a man. I think it's the Life and Times of Grizzly Adams. Hello?
2: Do it again?
0: Life and Times of Grizzly Adams, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, well, we how'd had the tune go?
0: I think there's a van. Some Keep Keeps on calling me. me. No, that's a dog. <laughs> is it? That's a dog. That's the littlest hobo.
1: <laughs> oh, is not it a <laughs> they
0: <laughs> <laughs> live and learn. I can't remember
2: everything. Sounds like a bit I'm like Steve the Allen. I'm not supposed prairie. to remember everything.
0: Are you sure
1: you're not thinking of gentle Ben?
0: With well, the he big appeared ben, in...
1: The big bear. It was the, the life and boy. times of
0: Grizzly Adams, and they ended up on the top of a mountain, and, and Ben was his friend, and they, uh, they went off and did adventures. Yes, I, I thought think... Ben was a rat. Was no, no, that was the Michael Jackson thing, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, you're yes. thinking of gentle Ben. I'm not, I'm thinking of Grizzly Adams. I know what you're thinking of. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Darren, I do beg your pardon.
2: No, I've got no idea what you're talking about. No.
0: No, from <laughs> <good>. well, then, <laughs> um, off you go, go on.
2: <laughs> to recap, the Dead Dog Museum is part of the Natural History Museum in Tring. That is free. Oof. Cat Survival Trust, you have to book in advance. You go to com for the link for that. And then, whoops and they, you don't have to book in advance for. And you can go to the Big Five, the Elephants, Tigers, Lions, Rhinos, Bears, Giraffes, and many other things as well. Excellent. I, I think could... you could just about fit them all in a day, but you'd have to you start. Have to,
0: you'd have to start now. Very early, yes. Get up now, get in the car, do something. Do indeed. something today. Don't just lie there, get up and do something. Even if it's walking to the end of the road, if you don't <clears throat> normally go out for walks, but then... then back learn back. the lyrics to the Grizzly
2: Adams thing. <clears throat> yes, there's an no, all somehow, <laughs> That's <laughs> the you
0: littlest hobo! Are you sure? I'm positive! I'm totally
2: convinced of uh, that. Of okay. all people, Alan would know that it's the littlest hobo, I wouldn't I
0: would. He? That is probably quite, <clears throat> quite right. Thank you, Darren. OK, yeah. Darren, thank you very much indeed. We'll talk to you Pleasure on uh, Sunday. Dear Wife... We don't have a name on this letter. I'm writing you this letter to tell you I'm leaving you forever. I've been a good man to you for seven years and I've nothing to show for it. The last two weeks have been hell. Your boss called to tell me you quit your job today and that was the last straw. Last week you came home. You didn't even notice I had a new haircut, had cooked your favourite meal and even wore a brand new pair of silk boxers. You ate in two minutes and went straight to sleep after watching all of your soaps. You don't tell me you love me anymore. You don't want sex or anything like that connexus as a a man and a wife, husband and wife. Either you're cheating on me or you don't love me anymore. Whatever the case, I'm gone. Your ex-husband. P.S. Don't try to find me. Your sister and I are moving away to West Virginia together. Have a great life. So she writes back. Dear ex-husband, nothing has made my day more than receiving your letter. It's true that you and I have been married for seven years, although a good man is a far cry from what you've been. I watch my soap so much because they drown out your constant whining and griping. Too bad that doesn't work. I did notice when you got a haircut last week, the first thing that came to mind was, you look just like a girl. Since my mother raised me not to say anything if you can't say anything nice, I didn't comment. And when you cooked your favourite meal, you must have gotten me confused with my sister, because I stopped eating pork seven years ago. And about those new silk boxes, I turned away from you, because the £49.99 price tag was still on them. And I prayed it was a coincidence that my sister had just borrowed $50 from me that morning. After all of this, I still loved you and felt we could work it out. So when I hit the lotto for $10 million, I quit my job, bought us two tickets to Jamaica. But when I got home, you were gone. Everything happens for a reason, I guess. I hope you have the fulfilling life you always wanted. My lawyer said that the letter you wrote ensures you won't get a dime from me. So take care. Signed, your ex-wife, rich as hell and free. Oh, P.S. I don't know if I ever told you this, that my sister Carla was born Carl. I hope that's not a problem. <laughs> News headlines, Lucy Cowards. Nine hundred people calling for a ceasefire in three. Morning, everybody. Nice to be company. It's 11 minutes to seven. No, it's not. It's 12 minutes to seven. I sort of moved the clock on a bit in case you think, oh, I must rush for that bus. Always makes me laugh in the morning, Alan. I don't know if you've ever noticed this. But two things. I'll be getting off the the train at Twickenham, and a train will be coming in on the other side, because I tend to work to what's commonly known as a timetable. And there's people running, and you think, why didn't you just get up earlier? Yeah, but people don't. And Monday morning, there's always a queue for the ticket machines. Why don't you buy them at the weekend? (laughs) It's human nature not to. But people running to get, excuse me, excuse me, I need to get, you think, get up earlier. That's why you're late. And also, at Twickenham Station, they've got a bit of a naughty trick. As our train's pulling in from Waterloo, there's another train, the fast train, going to Waterloo, on the other platform. And as our doors open, the other ones close. I'm convinced the guards stand there and go, OK, here we go, and they're closing. And then you, you see people trying to force them open. Yes, you do. On tubes as well. On tubes. Amazing, isn't it? Uh, Steve, saw your photos You do look suave Where are the photos of Hugh Broom? Probably home on his mantelpiece, I should imagine I don't know, I have, have no idea I mean, they'd have to be very heavily airbrushed Very heavily airbrushed Mine are on there, quite quite gorgeous and, uh, and You're looking quite good, actually, in those Sorry? I quite like your photos Thank you mm. yes. if, if you actually click on and open them up, I get brownie points Do you? I'll do it now. <laughs> Apparently so, if you can open up as many Dorman Dom says, uh, I love Jordan Good for you I'm not sure if it's a country or the river <laughs> A oh, bit right. difficult to tell <laughs> And, uh, Michael says, don't you think that Justin Lee Collins may have modelled himself on Grizzly Adams? There's another one who's hopeless on the television. Well, no, I actually like him in some things, but this new, sh-
1: he's got oh. this new, this outtake sort of thing to Daya. programme I don't think he's very good in that, unfortunately. Dyer. But I do um, like him as a presenter, actually. Do you? Mm, I do oh. like
0: mm, can't bear him. Um, did you find the tap, says Les. Yes, thank you very much indeed. Morning, my Angela. And, uh, very quickly... Daily Star: How to sex up your Easter? A little bit too early, as far as I'm concerned. Why do people need to sex, sex up their up Easter? Your Easter? I know. And there's a lot of sad people who are going to appearing in the uh, the talent show. See what I mean? The, the yeah. only way to become famous in that show yes. is to be a uh, stupid. Yes. There's a rather bunch of stupid people here: chest wigs and uh, overexposed grannies with boobs hanging out. It's it's all a little bit tacky and disgusting, I'm afraid. And they are. I'm afraid, life's losers.
1: Can I just point something out to people yes. who want to be um, singers, musicians? Yes. You don't need to go onto one of these talent shows all you need to do is get yourself a little bit of money behind you it doesn't have to be a lot get yourself an album recorded in a very cheap studio a lot of studios out there are very cheap and it's very easy to put yourself together an album yeah. put yourself a little bit of a marketing that's what the record companies want they don't want to be have to have to do all this work for you hmm. they want you to come with a package yes. if you can put the package together you're more than and as long as you got the talent you're more than likely to get your record deal you don't need to go into these silly
0: shows well i think you do I don't think you do. Well, I think you do to get the, the exposure and the coverage. I don't think so. <laughs> well, we're not going to agree, are we? No, we're not. Well, guess what's turned up on eBay? What? One of the wristbands issued to Jade's mourners. <sighs> uh, uh, so far, it's reached the staggering price of 95p. Right. I believe. And, uh, and the uh, <laughs> believe it or not, the Daily Star are actually running a premium rate phone line. Well, it's not a premium rate. Should Jade be left to rest in peace? Either yes or no. Yeah, but they run that every day, don't they? Well, who's going to say no unless you're incredibly stupid? Mind this is the Daily Star, isn't it? Should Jay be left to rest in peace? Calls cost 25p. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> Let's make money out of it. What the hell? You know, everybody else is doing it. Yeah. How ridiculous. But nice that Jack was up there with a, with a photographer. But they now say that her, her grave is being targeted by robbers. Husband Jack Tweed and mum Jackie fear obsessive fans may steal trophies from the grave. Well, you've kind of made her like that. You know, you've kind of made that bed. Now you've you've got to live with it, I'm afraid. Uh, Katie Price's face is currently a bright shade of pillar box red after receiving the embarrassing snub from Paris Hilton. The glamour model is furious after the blonde socialite gave her the cold shoulder. Well, of course she would. You don't want something like Katie Price hanging around with you when you're Paris Hilton. She's Paris Hilton. She's Katie Price. They're not friends, are they? Uh, No, but they're much of a much less, to be honest. Yes. Although, actually, I mean, Paris Hilton, I believe, is a bit dim at the same time, but she just looks very. I love than the Katie way she Price. goes on to shows and tries to make out she's not.
1: Oh, yes, I didn't say that. I didn't do that. Yeah.
0: Yes. Okay, whatever. Uh, the ghastly Jodie Marsh is uh, stripped off. She's 30 now. Really a bit ancient for this kind of thing, aren't you, Jodie, I'm afraid? She's stripped off a Playboy or something. Very worrying. I'm surprised they, they used her. I'm su- exactly at 30. Well, she's probably trying to resell herself as something interesting, like somebody with, with A talent. Erm. Um, John on Nantucket, he says, wasn't that guy, the reigning all-German hide-and-seek champion, the one up the tree? Yeah, yes, very just old. follow
1: up on that very quickly. Sorry? You wouldn't be... If you're looking for a dead body
0: in a forest... You're not going to look up a tree. You're not going to look up a tree, are you? But that's what he said in his letter. You would think yeah. that they would have twigged by the letter saying, you won't find me.
1: Well, no, even if they said you wouldn't would find you me, I wouldn't that? look into
0: a forest and go, I know, I'm looking for a dead body. I'll look up a 40-foot tree. Do you remember when, when they had that awful plane crash in Emmerdale... And then all those jokes started because a plane crashed and people said, you know, you're driving on a motorway, look right, look left, look up in the air because there's a plane coming down over the top of you. No, I don't remember that. And if, if you're in Germany, the one thing it's famous for is the forests and the one thing forests are famous for is trees. And this bloke says, you won't find me.
1: No, I still wouldn't be looking up Admittedly,
0: had some of his limbs not been falling off, they probably wouldn't have found him. I would have assumed, if somebody said that, I would have assumed he'd put
1: himself down a well or somehow managed to bury himself somewhere. Really? I wouldn't have thought, I'm going to tie myself to the top of a
0: tree. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I have to be honest, I wouldn't have thought of it as well. I wouldn't have thought of it either. Uh, 84850, steve at lbc.co.uk. Hi, Steve. It is indeed refreshing to see your stunning picture. In the premium row. I'm always in the premium row. Always in the premium row. I'm never way down the bottom. I can't be. It's the most. It'll, you'll, you'll discover actually, Aisha, that mine will be the most clicked on photograph because people just can't believe what they're looking at. Lbc.co.uk.
2: Sorry, you. Sorry? Not, in the slightest. not in the slightest.
0: I'm not the sort of person who stands in front of the mirror in the morning, you know, combing my luxuriant locks. and sort You, have of, you have know. An can't be. Sorry, what? It's yes, a can. We haven't got any we've had this argument for years now listen don't ruin the illusion for people listening people well, there's listening. no illusion they can see you now i'm tall blonde adonis type you remember remember the film jason and the argonauts i look like one of the argonauts yeah the boat yeah the boat yes i was the boat <laughs> oh, look, particularly attractive long flowing i'm a little bit early schwarzenegger long flowing hair a little bit amazonian like are you a little bit a little bit like that, washboard stomach, you know. See me in a loincloth. I think you need laser treatment on I the think ice. I need laser treatment as well, actually, which, which hopefully might, uh, might arrive very shortly. Yeah, you know, a lot of people. I spoke to a friend of mine the other day, and she's off to Disneyland, Florida. Oh, for Easter? For Easter. Oh, I want to go away. But they've rented a house. See, a lot of people, I think, listening at the moment, the kids are on holiday, and they're all, uh, they're all going off. I need a holiday. Somebody take me away. Strangely enough, guess who Madame Two Swords have got a, a, a waxwork of? Jonathan Ross. Yeah, I can, un- I can understand I that. I thought they would have taken him out, actually, but there you go. Yeah, I can understand that. But uh, he says, I have been unveiled at Madame Swords. He said on Twitter the other day, shan't be visiting that one. Uh, more on this, uh, this attack. A nine-year-old found wandering the streets. His close friend said, totally unrecognisable, covered in blood. I mean, it's just appalling that Shocking. children can, can do this. And also, the state of our roads in this country. I don't know about you, but the amount of times I fall into potholes... You know when you'd be sort of driving along and you think, oh, dear, it's terrible. There's a picture. Have you got the picture on the... Oh, I have the picture, actually. On the front of... uh... Of the road? Yes. There's a picture on the front of the express today in Italy. This is after the earthquake where the road just... Disappeared. Disappeared Mm. completely. But over here, it's potholes. We've got potholes all over the place. It's mainly because the people putting them together have got no idea. No idea about how to put roads back together again. There's gaps all over the place. And the good news is, because I know you eat a lot of fast food... I certainly do not. Oh, do you not? No, I do not. Well, very shortly, they're going to be telling you uh, what is in your favourite food. For example, Pizza Hut, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and Burger King. Right. And uh, strangely enough, in three pieces of chicken breast drumstick thigh and regular fries there's 867 calories but you know what i couldn't care less yeah and i'll tell you why if i want to eat one of
1: those i, I kind of know that it's not going to be that good for yeah. me and there's going to be a lot of calories wild
0: poached salmon and horseradish sandwich is 379 calories yeah so the one things that you don't eat according to to this is pizza every day very bad for you. Well, of course you. not every day. Well, some people do. Kids going to school eat it every day. And, of course, the rubbish places we've got around Twicken and the fast food places, which, I mean, you, I mean, it's, it's cheap because it's cheap food. Uh, 880 calories per pizza. The chicken, 867, and Burger King's bacon, double cheeseburger and regular fries, 775 calories. I'm sorry, all this is, is lack of education. If you can't work out for yourself that fast food's not good for you, I'm sorry, it's your own fault. Well, I'm telling you now, I think in years to come, there's going to be horrendous problems with people who've eaten all this saturated fat. The hospital's going to be full of people, I'm afraid. So why are you taking me now to the fast food shop? Ah, well, that's because it's cheap. Oh, right. <laughs> that's oh. why people eat fast food, because it's right. cheap, I'm afraid. Uh, do go and have a look at the LBC website. You can have a look at the pictures on there. Yes, it really is him. It is. I know, it really is mate. It's, <laughs> it's sad, actually. But if you have a look there, and learn how to podcast, so... Uh, That'll that'll teach you, as they say. And a lot of you download the program every day. We had some problems, but it's all it's all back up together now. So that's good news. I wish you an extremely pleasant day. We thank Alan very much indeed for popping in. Do you really? Are you just saying that? No, I'm just saying because it's a showbiz expression. Yeah, thanks. But it's, no, Great. it's lovely to have seen you. Honestly, we're going for a very expensive breakfast now. Yes, I've decided I'm going to treat Alan for breakfast. Mm. I should be claiming it back, of course, on expenses. oh no, sorry, a long forgotten word, expenses. <laughs> oh, heavens above, what year was that? Anyway, I'm back with you uh, tomorrow morning. Have yourself a lovely day. I'm Steve Allen. Nick's with you after the news, which is next 97.3 it's essential you <laughs>